This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Uh, sorry, Tim. I'm just looking at all the uh, controls, making sure before I hit play, everything was uh, correct. Hit record? Hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, record. Okay. Reco- I record and play at the same time you have to do on this one. Oh, wow. Remember that? You'd have to do that with some uh, recorders. Cassette players. Cassette players, if you wanted to record some. Just mm-hmm. hitting record wasn't enough. No. I like the ones where the record button clicked down and then you could like wait and press the play button. Because some of the ones where you clicked them. I with such luxuries. (laughs) Some of them when you had to press them both together, they didn't always stay. I had some where like if you pressed the record button, Mm -hmm. there's like. It was like a black button, mm-hmm. but there's like a little red circle in it that yeah, like yeah, wasn't yeah. connected for some reason. But then the play button would like go Depress down itself? automatically like with a ghost? it. No, it was more like a mechanism within the the the, the tape recorder. You I took think. it apart to make sure. Uh, I didn't verify it myself, but my friend did. Oh, it sounds like a good... I had my friend over you, who was you... handier than I was. Uh, your friend could be a liar. It could have been a ghost. Could have been a ghost. Um, my house. You ever heard of the ghost in the machine? Right. That's what they're talking How about. How are you doing this week, Tom? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good, Tim. I'm uh, flying high off of big uh, claw machine wins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, t- you were bragging about this before. <laughs> well, Tim, once, before you we hear, once you hear what I won, I think you'll be pretty surprised, so pretty impressed. you were just on a uh, claw machine. Uh, uh, claw machine-centered vacation. Yeah. No, I, I uh, went to the Jersey Shore with uh, my fiance's Spent family. Spent the weekend at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Boom, 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 at the Jersey Shore. What, what song is that? Uh, well, we're living here in Allentown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tom, there are I have terrible of... news. What? They're closing all the factories. Oh, what? Stuff. Yeah. Uh, not and the... it's getting very hard to stay. A what? Oh, just to stay. To stay. Hey, a lot of uh, Pen- eh. Pennsylvania eh. people uh, uh, vacation at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, uh, Billy Joel, looks like he, it sounds like he did his research. Yeah. Hey, point to Billy Joel. <laughs> to Billy me. Joel won. He's, he's got enough Tim points. Tim and Tom, zero. <laughs> Billy Joel's got millions of points, and we've, we've still got uh, uh, zero. Yeah. Uh, we had one and we lost it. <laughs> we were disqualified. Uh, but yeah, there there was an arcade, you know, like a boardwalk arcade with uh, tons of claw machines. 
How much? How much did you spend? Do you think cumulatively? I know on how much claw I machines? spent. I spent twenty five dollars on claw machines. Yeah, on claw machines. Okay. On the claw machines and like other arcade games and stuff. How much? How much time cumulatively mm. did that twenty five dollars represent in entertainment? Uh, probably like two hours or so. Oh, that's great. Well, they had a uh, twenty. 20- I always think of things in terms of movie tickets. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I I do the same. Like sometimes I'm like, uh, should I like buy this like ten dollar game? And I'm like, eh, if I play it for an hour or two and I enjoy it, that's cheaper than a movie. Yeah. Especially these days, time. Yeah. Especially in this 4DX powered world we live in. Oh, I, I wish. I wish there were more 4DX uh, theater sim. Unfortunately, it's proprietary technology to the Regal Corporation. <sighs> uh, what would you expect from a company with a kingly name like Regal? But quite the throne. A throne that moves itself? Well, who's going to know best? Yeah. The king. The king. Um, All hail the king. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, $25. They had 20 cents ski ball. All right. So that killed a lot 20 of 20 cent? 20 cents. Come on, just make it a quarter. Uh, no, because then you get five plays instead of four for a dollar. That's, oh, you got, it only takes dollars? Uh, I thought people were putting dimes in. No, no, it takes like a card. You Two swipe dimes, a card. please. <laughs> no, you swipe a card. What is this, 19... 19- 23? No, like I said, you swipe a card. Paying things for things. Tom, <laughs> you're paying for things in dimes? Very, like the very, 1920s? very modern, Tim. You buy the card, you put money on the card, it's you swipe the card. 100 years ago? Um, let me run down what I want in the claw machine. Uh, and All right, I'll I'll give you the caveat in a minute. Uh, one thing, a mini basketball. Oh, for a sporto uh, such mm-hmm. as yourself, that's huge. It's actually like a pretty decent uh, quality basketball. Can I have it? No, you can't have it. It's mine. My I want son it. really likes uh, basketballs, and I don't know where to get one. Uh, they, don't, they closed the Models. Models doesn't exist anymore. Tim, I potentially have another ball for him. Okay. <laughs> because I want another ball. I want a flash ball. Whoa, like a, what's that? You know, the, the comic character, the flash. That's the one that you're trying to get rid of? Yes. Why, because of the dastardly Ezra Miller? <laughs> exactly, Tim. Yeah. I can't afford to be connected with that guy Does it right have now. their face on it? No, it just has the Flash logo. Oh, okay. Well, was, that seems pretty cool. It was in a uh, case full of uh, like DC logo balls, basically. Right. And, the, and the Flash one was the easiest one to grab. I won it. And then I said, I think I could probably get that Wonder Woman ball. Uh, then I went. What? I don't even want this ball. What am I? Why? Why should I try and but get more balls? But all the other stuff that you're going after in claw <laughs> machines, you desperately want. Well, wait, Tim. Wait to hear what the other things are. Um, oh, then I got a, a like a, a plush squid that turns inside out. It's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Um, I got a little tiny squeezy alien. Do the eyes pop out? No, nah, it doesn't really do anything. It just kind of like, like squeezes. this is all stuff that is. Up your alley. Maybe not the the squid, <laughs> uh, but like the flash. Mm-hmm. You got aliens. This is this is Tom Reynolds to a T. Yeah. Well, so this then. B- boardwalk uh, Arcade at the Jersey Shore really has <laughs> your number. Listen to this then. They got a machine that has a bunch of boxes in it. Mm. Just plastic treasure chests. The only thing that would be more on brand is if there was a claw machine where you could get a 3D printed gun. <laughs> Tim, you don't need to win Pick that. that That's why you buy the machines. Yeah. You can print it yourself. 
Sorry. Uh, so there were there were boxes, little uh, plastic treasure chests that are locked. Mm. And the way this worked was, if you got one, which I did, um, you had to bring it to the counter, and then you would have to make a deal or no deal style choice. Oh wow! Open it. Were there beautiful women there? Too? <laughs> there were not beautiful women there, Tim. I think there were there there were like a surprising amount of older women enjoying the arcade while I was there. Um, yeah. Was there a bald man with OCD uh, urging you to take the deal? <laughs> no. Uh, I'll oh boy, I was. I'll get to why I was so mad. Uh, the sign on the machine says, like, don't open this when you get it. I tried to open it. I was, like, yeah. trying to figure out a way to open It's, like, locked with an actual little padlock. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the padlock you put on a suitcase, baby. Right. So it's you like, could, I could you force could, yeah. that. If but, you needed to. Yeah, if it if, was an uh, emergency. If there was an EpiPen in there and somebody <laughs> would, started went into anaphylactic shock. You... Tim, that's one of my fantasies. That, uh, so I don't want to see anybody go into anaphylactic lactic shock but that they would say is anybody a doctor and said no but if there's a EpiPen inside a claw machine oh yeah i can help and they say there is it's the only way to save this man's life and i uh do it gonna need a lot of dimes (laughs) tim again it's a card you just swipe the card but uh then i could force this thing open but anyway i didn't force it open so here's what the the game was, the game within a game, if you will. Man, this is this is the the gift that keeps on giving, huh? The, no wonder you had two hours worth of fun here. <laughs> Inside this box was anywhere between ten and a thousand tickets. Oh, I thought you were gonna say dollars. <laughs> no, no. Ten and a thousand tickets. Okay. Or you could not open it and accept three hundred tickets. Ah, which is what I went with, because my Wait, thing, yeah. You, here's Tom, here's why, Tim. Could, were the tickets that important to you? Yeah, like getting some. We didn't hear what I got, okay, Tim. Right. I I, you, I you had the best won for last. So much, Tom. <laughs> Uh, no, wait till you hear what I got. I saved the best for last. So you took the 300 tickets. You didn't even get to see what was in the box. No, be, but, you leave the boardwalk. No, well, it, let me explain. Oh, so upset. first off, the reason why I didn't open it is: Are you really gonna trust an arcade with a game of chance? Ah, that's true. Oh yeah, like they are. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. One. one of them in there has a thousand tickets, but unfortunately, you got the ten ticket one. Right, right. So I was like, hundred percent. All these things have ten tickets in them. Tom, one time I was at the bowling alley. Uh huh. And there was a claw machine there. Yeah. And. Uh, Ryan McCaslin, direct hit, mm-hmm. got a stuffed animal, yeah. started pulling it up, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't come up, wouldn't come up, finally came loose, mm-hmm. There was it was duct taped oh, to the stuff beneath scoundrels. it, and like Ryan McCaslin, to his credit, uh, stuck with it, yeah. and uh, didn't give up, and, and loosened it. Uh-huh. But a lesser man, a lesser eleven-year-old boy at the bowling alley <laughs> uh-huh. would have walked away and right. just been like, eh, yeah, no, that's ungettable." Yeah, uh, he called the police afterwards. Of course, they yeah. raided the place uh, yeah. within minutes. They, they, we swatted that place. They, <laughs> we we swatted a lot of things. Uh, they said we're we're right in the middle of a, a triple homicide, but. Uh, 
We're going to drop everything and come right over there. God damn. It's a great thing swatting wasn't a thing when I was 13 yeah. and all of our idiot friends were 13. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Me and you wouldn't have done it. No, we would have been in the room like egging them on though. And, yeah. Like, to just be like, I want to see what happens. Right. But like, yeah, there are some people that would have made those calls. Absolutely. Happily. Uh, I mean, they could still do it now, Tim. They could. Yeah, they'd probably be better at covering their tracks than when they were 13. I don't know. Well, those people are pretty dumb. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I took the 300. They don't. I was like, the guy put the put it under the counter. I was like, you don't open it up so I can see if I made a good decision or not. No, it wasn't even that. I, I took the 300 and I went like, ah, all right, now it's time for the moment of truth. Let's see if I made a good decision or not. And he goes, oh, no, we don't open them. What the hell? And, well, that convinced me, like, I made the right decision. Yeah. If they're not opening it. You, yeah. You scoundrel. Nobody will, ever, like, a guy that's hanging around for an hour and seeing people bringing those pockets up, we're like, oh, every single one had 10 yeah. tickets. Yeah. Hmm, very interesting. Huh. Yeah. He was probably afraid of me launching an investigation. Yeah. Oh, he know he knows a, 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 sh- a sharp tack when he sees one. <laughs> he saw how much shit I was walking around with from the claw machines. <laughs> It's probably like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to get one over on this genius. So you got the two balls. Uh-huh. You got an octopus plush. Yeah. You got an alien. A little alien. You got, uh, much like those uh, aliens that are on display at the Mexican uh, <laughs> the, Congress right now, uh-huh. um, you got the 300 tickets, which yes. I've changed my stance on. I'm supportive of, of, of I'm your decision. so glad that you I'm finally you came talk. around. Yeah. Um, uh, honorable mention, uh, there was a claw machine, you know, the claw machines with the like scooper claws, the candy ones. Yeah. The candy ones. Like, you, you want some Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. And some yeah. of those fruit Tootsie Rolls too. Yeah. yeah. I'll take some of those. Um, so they had those, I didn't, I didn't bother with the candy ones, but they had one with uh snaps, you know, little snaps you throw. Oh like yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I, I, I could go for that. Um, so first try I grab one. But I grab it too well, Tim. It doesn't scoop it up, but it gets both sides. Go goes up, tries to grab it harder, and goes for like a minute straight. And then, all the snaps don't start snapping. No, at this point. it wasn't strong enough. And then the display changes to say E one, and the claw drops into the machine, and the machine, uh, which is broken. Huh. So I broke one machine. And I was like, should I go over and be like, what, hey, what man. I, exactly. <laughs> right, like, what am I going to do? You owe me a dollar's worth of snaps, please, sir. Um, but I was like. <laughs> I'm a 42-year-old man. Can you please. Uh... <laughs> open the machine. Give me my snaps. But then I was like, oh, should I at least like tell him it's broken? And I was like, no, nah, he'll blame me. I'm yeah. just going to keep my big mouth shut. Yeah. I don't know that the blame means anything. <laughs> he chased me out of there. Timmy already saw us robbing him blind. Uh, and now I'm breaking the equipment because I'm too good at it. So then, uh, so here's what I got with my 300 tickets, Tim. Here's the, the grand finale of the prizes. The coup de gras. The first one, a very nicely made standard whoopee cushion. Oh, regular size? Regular size. Standard size. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't uh, fallen <laughs> into that trap. I know. I, you know what, Dim? Uh, as I said it, I realize 
Why'd I tell this guy I just got a whoopee cushion? He's going to be on his guard all night Oh, uh, yeah, I'm on high alert now. It's going to be so hard to get him. Uh, and the second thing, Tim, the biggest prize I won, a pair of spy glasses that let me see what's going on behind me. Uh, Tom, can I see him? Tim, uh, minor uh, programming note. I, I I completely skipped over two of the other big wins that I got. Yeah, you show you you trotted them out for me, and I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, and one was well, one's like a little shitty slinky that doesn't really even yeah. do anything. I think it was like yeah, five to it was like I had a uh, yeah, give me that. Um, but the other <laughs> no, I didn't even think about it. Just but, happened. <laughs> but the other one, uh, a set of chattering teeth, wind up chattering yeah. teeth, which is also a great classic gag. So I feel like I walked if I walked out of there with nothing but spy glasses, a whoopee cushion, and chattering teeth, I'd be happy. You yeah. know, that's an afternoon's worth of uh, uh, laughs for everybody. Tom, mm-hmm. you did the Jersey Shore right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, best vacation, again. Uh, that sounds like uh, just hearing about it mm-hmm. was better than experiencing any vacation that I've ever been on. <laughs> Well, uh, the last 15 minutes of my life was uh, was more... Uh, you, you, it was the best vacation you ever had, just yeah, listening. exactly. Wow. Well, I, I take that as quite a compliment, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, that's not what we're here to talk about. No. We're, we're here, here to move books. Yeah. Uh, which, coincidentally, I have a new one of. Wait, what? Yeah, coming out. Or it's out by the time you're hearing this. The street date is that has been broken. Is, is it that what you mean? No, no, no. It's uh September fifteenth. Yes. Oh, okay. A, a, a matter of hours from when we're recording this. From current recording time. Yeah, but yeah. right now it's out there. I can't Go wait get to it. read it. The latest book in the metal series. <laughs> it's not the metal <laughs> meta series, Tim. The the latest and final book, the final chapter. Yeah, it's just one chapter, and the no, it's not just one. It's a, it's an entire book. <sighs> Very confused. You've, you've done more to hurt my career than if you actually were trying. <laughs> through yeah, your, that's that's through the frustrating part. Jokes. I have nothing but good intentions. <laughs> I know you're trying your best, but unfortunately, everything just blows up in your face. Story of my goddamn life over here. Uh, but uh, I figured that would be. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, maybe I should say to Tim, hey, let's do the episode about my books. But I, I didn't want to do that. Why not? I don't remember everything that happens in my books. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> I then wrote the conclusion of, of no, the story. No, I mean, I, I went through and checked things, of course. I, yeah. like, refresh my memory. But I'm very bad at, like, recalling, especially I feel like when I'm writing, like, uh, sometimes I'll have two different ideas. And, uh, or, or I'll, like, write beginning with one idea and then halfway through I'll be like, oh, I should change that. It should be this. And then when I'm done, I'm like, wait, which one did I go with? I can't remember. So that kind of stuff. Right. Plus, you haven't read all the books. So how would you uh, uh, know all the deep dive questions? I've read. I I don't think I've read all of them, but I've read most of them. Okay. 
a well, baker's okay, dozen. Okay, then start uh, uh, peppering me with questions, Tim. <laughs> um, so this character, Jim. Uh-huh. Uh, thinly veiled uh, reference to uh, a man named Tim. People have, of course, pointed that out, and I swear to God, it didn't even occur to me. I mean, may- maybe it did subconsciously. Yeah. Uh, maybe you were which, incepted. Which is pro- maybe I was incepted by you, and like it didn't completely take. Yeah. And I, I decided the character's name should be Jim instead Maybe of Tim. Maybe I made the decision. Like, it'd be too obvious. He'd, he'd realize this right. and veto this idea. Right. Because the last thing he wants to do is give me any credit or notoriety. Yeah. You, were, you were under a lot of pressure. The dreams were collapsing in on themselves. Uh, yeah, there was a snowmobile chase that I wasn't exactly sure was <laughs> happening. You, you had to get out of there. A slow motion van was falling into a river. Yeah. A lot going on. A lot, a lot to keep track of. Tom, mm-hmm. the name of the book? Uh, Infinity's End. I knew that because yeah. I saw the marketing. I saw yes. your uh, your online marketing for it, which is uh, very impressive, by Thank the way. Thank you. Infinity's End. Yeah. Uh, the end of the meta series. The end of or the at meta. least this uh, this tale that you're telling. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But but for right now, this is we the We all end know of the what story. happens. Authors are like, and that's the end of it. Now on to something new. I don't like that as much. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm completely reserving the right to, to do that. So uh, d- Did you know that there are fantastic beasts in the world as well? <laughs> uh, maybe I didn't tell you the story about what happened 100 years ago. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and... Oh, and uh, my first book, Tim, I went back and re-edited it. Oh. Yeah. and uh, Edited out all the slurs? <laughs> not all the slurs. There not were... all the slurs. That would be a too tall no, order. would come on. <laughs> the book yeah, wouldn't make sense you know, There is a little something called artistic <laughs> license, Tim. Uh, no, but actually there were, like I think, one or two uh, swear words in there that I forgot uh, were in the first book. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, a series mm-hmm. where it was originally more adult, and yeah. then they realized, hey, let's 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 uh, gear this more towards kids. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that happened. That happened with like the Terminator movies. The first two are R, and then I think all the rest are PG thirteen. Oh yeah, but not like yeah, it's not like changing it to kids. Yeah, but but yeah, you know, or just being like the vibe of the like the tone of the first one is like. Oh, a little bit more adult, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this could actually be a little bit more mass appeal. Let's soften some of the edges. Anyway, let me be the first to congratulate you. Thank you on uh, the successful launch of Infinity's End. Thank you. Hopefully, 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 it's successful. But... The clock might strike midnight while the... we're recording oh. here, and you'll be like, "I'm ruined." The, the... <laughs> I'll never recover from <laughs> the numbers this. are in. Uh, oh, but like I was saying, I re-edited that first book. I I might do it. Ag- mm, I, I might do it again. But uh, but that that's up there too. And guess what? It's on sale right now. Ninety nine cents. If you're hearing this before Thursday, the the digital copy. Sometimes I say things like that, and people are like, uh, "It says it's uh, like fifteen dollars." I'm like, "The digital copy. You think I can uh, send things out physically for ninety nine cents?" Yeah, See, I mean, I'm not sending out anything. To be honest with you, it's Amazon doing it. Now, when somebody orders a book from Amazon, it's not the author sending that out personally from <laughs> their house. It's not. It's ah. uh, they have warehouses and uh, machines that can make books. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, they use those machines to make the books, and then they send the books. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The machines send the books too. Uh, they wish. Uh, One I'm day sure they're they working on it. Yeah. Um, YA. Why? But yeah, we're we're talking about young adult books, which I feel like aren't as popular as they used to be. Right? Really? I mean, I'm not speaking necessarily from personal experience. I'm just saying I'm thinking about the days of Twilight, the days of the Hunger Games. Like, uh, and then there were all like the Hunger Games knockoffs, you know, like the Maze Runner and uh, Divergent. Not right. necessarily knockoffs, but sim, you know, very similar. Uh, yeah. Genre. I, I feel. Dystopian YA. Dystopian YA series. Yeah. I think what happened mm-hmm. was Divergent. That's one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. That was one. That was a Shailene Woodley one. That I think they made like three movies, and there was supposed to be a fourth, and they just didn't make it. Yeah, or maybe and that's two, and they didn't make the third. I feel like that's that was when we saw like the. Cr- um, it it pains the, the, me to say this: the, the crass f- side of Hollywood, uh-huh. where it's just like. Oh, this stuff doesn't work anymore. Cut off this whole pipeline. And <laughs> yeah. like then all the publishers were like, all right, Hollywood's not optioning this. Uh, f- close down this pipeline. Yeah. It's done. We're not publishing any more of this. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's... Uh, I remember with those Divergent movies, it was weird because I believe they made three of them. I and, couldn't make heads or tails for what the, any of that was. It all looks so scary. <laughs> But it was one of these things where I I believe the first two movies actually made very good money, and then the third one didn't, and they just immediately cut bait. They're like, oh, right. forget it. And I think they floated like, oh, we might make the fourth movie as like a TV series. And it sounds like all the actors, agents reminded them like, you did not sign up you did not pay and sign my client up for a tv series like uh we would have to renegotiate that and guess what like uh this person's a bigger star now so it's gonna cost they said they they were like i forget it i just won't do anything yeah rather do nothing and i mean it's not one you know it's not like uh 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 release the Snyder cut you don't see uh no people are clamoring for divergent <laughs> everywhere I go I uh, was in a hipster coffee shop earlier today yeah I heard two people talking about how much they want to see a uh, divergent four. Oh yeah were yeah. they talking about starting a uh, viral campaign to yeah uh, uh threaten the head of the <laughs> studio threaten the, the the children of the the head yeah. of the studio I mean but the thing is now we know Maybe these uh, ex- uh, media executives do need to be threatened <laughs> with bodily harm to uh, do the right thing. Tom's words, not mine. <laughs> like restore, not not the kids. Leave the kids alone, of course. But uh, I don't know. Uh, what harm would a pie in the face in uh, during a big public event oh, yeah. do? Tom, you ever think about how that uh, leave Britney alone guy? He was right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's what you were. That's what you want to know. If I ever think about, it's nothing to do with this. Yeah, you said leave the kids alone. Oh uh, yeah, Brittany was but a child. She wasn't, but she still should have been left we, alone. Yeah, leave her alone, Tom. Yeah, Brittany's my age. I know, but regardless, I wish you would stop objectifying her. I'm not Tim. 
I don't. Okay. Uh, YA books, young adult books. Young adult books. Tom, do you have a working definition of a young adult book? I don't really. It's, I guess, it's like a very fuzzy genre, I feel like. Yeah, like what makes something young adult? Mm -hmm. Like a novel, right? We're we're talking novels here. Novels, yeah. What makes a novel young adult? Why well, can't it just be like, yeah, it's just uh, for everyone? Yeah, um, I think as a general rule, anything with an ad- with a protagonist who's a young adult is just automatically assumed to be a young adult novel. But is that true? I th- I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions, but like I can't like think is of- uh, Catcher in the Rye, The mm-hmm. Catcher in the Rye. Famous yeah. is that a young adult novel? Well, I'll tell you, Tim. We're we're uh, we're looking at uh, uh, some of the the Time Magazine top one hundred books, but best YA books of all time. Yeah, and I of just all time. Oh, they always get their brand. It always comes oh, around well, the time. Well, well. Uh, I went through the list, and I believe there are ten books out of these hundred that I've read, and. Yeah, they're definitely catch. Oh, my point being, Catcher in the Rye is on that list, right? Um, which you know, that's what I'm saying. I guess makes sense that it's if there's a young adult protagonist, it's considered young adult. I can't think of a book that has a uh, a young adult protagonist that people don't consider a young adult book. What about uh, extremely loud and incredibly close? Yeah, I guess maybe not, but that's like a kid, right? Yeah. What do we what do we just find it like a teen? Yeah, like a teen is more what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, I'll but, rack my brain, but I'm not very well read. But Tom. this I might also, surprise you. But I also feel like young adult beyond that, it if it's a book you read in school. Then it's also considered young adult nowadays, even though often you're reading it in school just because it's an example of uh, classic literature. It's, right. It's one of the best examples, and it's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Is that a young adult uh, production? Yeah, I mean, I would consider that young adult. Okay. I, and and of course, like the audience is aimed. The audience for the book is. Young adults. Pervert adults. Not pervert adults. Young adults, however, most young adult books, the the vast majority of young adult readers are regular adults. Is that is that true? I don't know if it's vast majority, but it is, at least in my case, it's definitely the majority. I have more adults reading my books than young adults. Now, when somebody buys but your I have book, more... you get like a full demographic profile, social security number, <laughs> no. address. No, I actually, I don't get any information. Uh, I'm basing this on like uh, emails that I've gotten from people. Well, kids don't know how to use email. Kids know how to use email. Gen Z doesn't. Well, uh, tell, right. They're like, I'll kill myself D- before <laughs> I do write an email. DMs, snaps. Tom, TikToks. do not be DMing with, with, no, with not, young adults, please. I, 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 if somebody likes the books and they DM me, I'll, I'll say thank you. But yeah, I won't be like, oh, so what's uh, going on with climate you? climate I think you should just ignore it. Just no, delete, you can, hey, you delete can your account. You be nice without being a creep, Tim. I can know, I tell you something? Uh-huh. What? This is when, this is when uh, Twitter died in my mind. When, uh... 
When you stop being able to uh, DM teens? No, when people started saying, delete your account, and then being like, mic drop. You know what I mean? <laughs> like somebody would say something like, I think we should like, uh, you know, uh, kill, uh, like put a whole like group of people in <laughs> in a bonfire because I disagree with their views yeah, yeah. or something. And somebody would be like, delete your account. And yeah. then they'd be like, yeah, I won that argument. It's like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, you're right to, to rip, but yeah, like that, yeah. those aren't equivalent. Just be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that off your chest, Tim. I'm glad you pointed out the one cringe thing uh, that's ever been said on Twitter. Delete your account. And then everybody like uh, responds with like a, the people on their side like uh, uh-huh. with a clap emoji. Yeah, with claps, yeah. yeah. Or uh, maybe like a gif of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio raising his glass yeah. from The Great Gatsby. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I consider a young adult uh, novel to be aims the target audience is young adults. Does that mean? But like I said, I'm mostly adults, but I have more uh, teenagers than I would if I weren't writing young more adults than you would like. <laughs> no, I like. Hey, Tim, I love all my readers. Yeah, and that's what gets you in trouble. <laughs> um. So yeah, that would be my definite. I feel like there's not a firm okay. definition of young. So adults. like it's not necessary. So it's not enough to just be teens. Young adults are the target audience, and yeah. like this is about two old folks uh, growing old together. I, the, what I think goddamn teens ever going to want to read that? Right. I think right. that that basically is what that's they're self absorbed. These teens, right? Well, who isn't nowadays? Yeah, but they're just like I don't want to hear about anybody who's not like me. Yeah, I mean that was true of me when I was a teenager. Yeah, uh, not necessarily exactly like me, but I was more interested in uh, the stories of fellow teens rather than. Uh, like two dumb old fucks like us. Yeah, I'd like uh, you... two dumb young fucks like the Hardy Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Tim, like if I came to you and I was like, "Look, I wrapped up the last series, but get this, I got a new series coming out. It's a young adult novel. Uh, focuses on two men in their early forties. I think it's going to be a huge hit." <laughs> You'd be like, ah, I don't, you know. But are they doing a podcast? They, yeah, they're doing a podcast. It's two guys in their 40s doing a podcast. And I and think one uh, of them happens to be named Jim. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique, and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tim, as I mentioned earlier. earlier. Oh, do we need to do a retake? <laughs> it's fine. We'll roll with it. Um we're uh, we're looking at the time.com list of the top 100. Right. I was looking at the Goodreads top 100 list, but I Goodreads feel Goodreads is a mess. Can, oh. I, can I can I just go on record saying yes. I can I can't make heads or tails of Goodreads anymore. Oh, oh, I me neither, and especially uh like as an author on there and having an author like I don't even look at it anymore. Really? Because it's just, I don't know, it's, I can't make heads or tails of it. Um, it's also uh, like a notoriously uh, uh, critical community on there. Right. Like a lot of people that... Seem, on the internet? Yeah. But like on Goodreads specifically, uh, people like to like really tear books apart on there, it seems. Yeah. I For just, clout, probably. Yeah, for clout. <laughs> um, I just know that I've I've heard that from uh, lots of other authors. Like I've I've yet to meet an author who's like, you know, it's great, a you great know what? supportive community. Yeah, where you fans know what, like has together. led to my success is Goodreads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and there are rumors that Amazon might be looking to get rid of them. Oh really? Well, they did. Them. They've done so much with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Yeah, my but I looked at that top 100 list, and I felt like too many of the books on that list were modern, or like very modern, like right. new releases. So I was like, ah, we don't we don't know those books. And like I said, I only read one tenth of the books on this on this list. You but, know what I don't understand about Goodreads, Tom. What's that? Sometimes you'll be like, oh, uh, like Tom Tom Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Does it say like Goodreads author next to your name? Uh, I maybe something like that because that means like the author I, is on Goodreads and like yeah. maybe he'll respond to you or mm-hmm. like he does Q and A's or something. Yeah, right? um, yeah. I, I think you can like follow authors on there and stuff. Yeah, but like it'll be like, oh, this is like they're active on the platform. Mm-hmm. But then it's like Jane Austen, Goodreads <laughs> author. Yeah, what's going on there? there? She's mixing things up. She's uh, stirring, doing what Jane Austen always does: stirring the pot, causing controversy. No, Goodreads could bridge the gap to the netherworld, the other <laughs> side. And it's like, yeah, Jane Austen can communicate. Anyone who's published a book can communicate with the physical world. I mean, that... But only through Goodreads. This is the only connection that we have yeah, to them. They're, they're the one website that has a tiny little wire uh, connected to it going to the, the afterlife. Into heaven. Into heaven. It's yeah. all the way up there. God for and to hell, because like well, most most authors, <laughs> most authors are in hell. Yeah, you ever read a book, Tom? <laughs> Tim, I've read. Uh, I want to say at least ten dozens of books. <laughs> yeah, all these all these authors, Tom. I hate to tell you because you're an author yourself, mm-hmm, but they're all going to hell. Yeah, for lying, for making up lies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm, I'm starting at the top of books and I know you've read a lot of these cause I read some, some of them in school with you, although we were never in an English class together no. and, uh, we were barely in the hallways together. It's true. 
and uh, some in. Uh, uh, I think we had a gym class together once or twice. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Both uh, of us couple uh, real uh, gym class I have heroes. a very very clear image of uh, uh, what your body looked like as a teenager. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but I do feel like we had a uh, uh, gym class at least once. Maybe. But but no other. I don't have classes. very many recollections of gym class. <laughs> I don't know. Like I certainly didn't well, participate. Yeah, of course. Uh, we all remember the time you got hit so hard in the head. <laughs> I got pantsed pretty bad one time in, in <laughs> gym class. I know. Um, so uh, that's that's where my recollection of uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I was like, does that? Yeah, yeah, Tom. Yeah, he, you were in that uh, class. Yeah, because your underwear got got too. Yeah. Right? Oh wow. A, a ruthless uh, <laughs> young lady did it to me. Oh wow. Tim, that, nowadays a young lady would be canceled for uh, disrobing a man against his will. Yeah. In front of uh, dozens of children. Yeah, just society. Well, you weren't a man, I guess. You were a boy. Yeah, even worse. Yeah. She'd and be she in jail. She was 35. Yeah, I don't know how she got in there. Um, it was one of those situations where an adult's pretending to be a teen to uh, uh, help There's out the local vice. about unit. it, yeah. Uh, so anyway, these are some books we read. Little Women. The Littlest. We read this. I read it in school. We also read it on Books of Podcasts. Yeah. And hey, we all saw the movie. Starring Florence Pugh. Yeah. And uh, Hermione, right? She mm-hmm. was in the yeah, movie. Yeah, she was in it. Uh-huh. And Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> right. That's the top build out three actors. <laughs> Those were the top yeah. three build actors. Yeah. Those were the titular Little Women. Yep. It was uh, an unusual casting choice to yeah. have Bob Odenkirk as one of the little women. I mean, but... it was an unusual casting choice to have Bob Odenkirk as the dad. Yeah, but it was great. He he did a great job. Yeah. But Remember like... how much everybody cheered when he came back when he thought he might be dead? Yeah, but like... Oh, sorry for the spoilers for Little Women. Do you remember how everybody went like... Bob Odenkirk <laughs> when he came on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom mm-hmm. by uh, Louisa May Alcott. Yeah. Good book. Yeah, very good book. Good book. Yeah, when we re- reread it for Books of Podcast, uh, I think I read it, right? You read it. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I actually ever read it, but like between you <laughs> explaining it to me and like I was certainly supposed and, and to read it in the high cliff school. Notes in high school. Yeah, that's what like I definitely read it in high school, but I'm sure I skim parts of it and whatever. But reading it, rereading it as an adult, uh, I was like, oh, I can see why this is a classic. It's a very yeah. good book. Well, that's I think and kind of timeless. Right. And like. So is that a young adult book? If like if you gave it to the majority of young adults, you'd be, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like skim this at best." Um, I mean, I think only because it's old, so there are some things you can't relate to. But I think there are, are a lot of things in that book that uh, uh, teens today could still relate to, as long as they can get past the like uh, old fashioned prose. Right. Maybe you should uh, write a new version in Gen Z slang. I would love to. You can talk about uh, them rizzing each other up. Rizzing? Yeah. I don't understand any of this. Well, that's because you don't have any riz, Tim. What's riz? Oh, boy. Wouldn't you like to know? God damn it. I'll never You know what it is, Tim? It's short for 
charisma. Oh. Yeah. And like charming somebody. I don't like any Rizzing of Rizzing them up. Look, I don't have to like it. <laughs> I I shouldn't like it. Right. But you're going to start using it in but your I also daily feel conversation. Like other people my age mm-hmm. are like learning this slang. Right. Whereas like in generations past, we'd be like, let the young people do the young people <laughs> stuff. No, people, And like, I'm not going to worry about this. And now everybody's got the... Everybody's got to listen to Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Tim, you, you told me you listened to the new Olivia Rodrigo and you liked it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so <laughs> The music's good, Tom. Yeah, but you, I, don't, but I hate, don't care for what she's saying. You hate, you hate yourself for listening to it and liking it, though. Yeah. Um, she's got a lot of riz, that one. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can use the word. I can hang. I I know, Tim. And but I don't think it's a new phenomenon that a generation thinks the generation younger than them has stupid slang. Yeah. I'm no, sure, what I'm, I'm saying is that mm. our generation is embracing that stupid slang. Yes. Where it should be like, let the kids do the kid stuff. Oh yeah. Let's not try to participate. Right. It's it's cringe when we try to participate. Right. From what uh, I understand. L- let me use some of the slang in like a uh, uh, work meeting. Yeah. To to let everybody know I'm still hip and cool. I still got it. Yeah. The riz. The riz is what you got still. Yeah. But but again, I think it's more specific to like trying to charm like a a. a uh, s- potential sexual partner. Oh, eh, not always, but a little bit. I don't trust. No, I don't trust sexual, that you like know. A- I don't trust. <laughs> I don't trust that you understand any of it. Like, oh, li- oh, Tom, the most plugged-in guy I know to youth <laughs> culture is gonna is gonna tell me how. Do this- you think uh, there were any like uh, like in the mid '90s like radio show hosts that were having a conversation like? What is it with all these kids nowadays saying something they don't believe and then ending it with not? <laughs> that confused me, though, as a kid at first. <laughs> what do you mean it confused you? It made perfect sense. It just meant I didn't mean what I just I said. I know. I saw one the for the first time in a Nickelodeon commercial. Okay. And the Nickelodeon commercial was like, this Thanksgiving... Uh, at Thanksgiving dinner, be sure to eat all of your Brussels sprouts and be very polite and rub your grandma's feet. <laughs> not. And like not having heard that before, uh, I was just like, wait, what? Because that doesn't mean like, <laughs> like so you're wait, saying what not. what the hell is going you're, on? What should I saying, do? I'm only kidding. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so it took me a minute to, to put the context, the yeah. contextual clues together. You eventually got and then that was all you were saying. Yeah. Like oh, uh, I wasn't really saying that. <laughs> Not <laughs> exactly. Uh, the next book, Tim, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Yeah, more like a child grows in Brooklyn. Yeah, the child. According was to our high the, school. Uh, yes, our high school English teacher. We had the same high school English teacher at different times. Yeah, who, we had the same shtick. Who his stance yeah. on a tree grows in Brooklyn. Uh, never changed. His uh, brother-in-law was an airline pilot. <laughs> The stance was mostly that he grew up in Canarsie. Yeah, and uh, and this, yeah, this book, book takes m- place in Canarsie, and it's basically it, he could have written it, like uh, like it's his. Yeah, his it's like story. and you didn't, and now you're uh, and now you're teaching telling, idiots. <laughs> you're teaching a bunch of idiots who don't care. <laughs> who aren't going to remember anything from Man. this book except that? Uh, oh, I just remember this teacher. 
like I remember this being a good book, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Yeah. I remember liking it. And I remember him constantly telling us that this it was just like him. And then one day he told this story. He was laughing so hard he could barely even get through the story about <laughs> about how one time his friend pretended like he was gonna push him off the pier but didn't do it. Yeah. But he was like he couldn't get I thought he was gonna puke. He was laughing so hard. I yeah, just well that's you know, that's, that's a sad life. Yeah. A sad life poorly lived. Uh I've I've read the diary of Anne Frank. Not not much funny to say about that. No. I've you know what? I that's one of those books I was like, Yeah, I'm sure I've read it. I don't think I have. Yeah. I think I've read it twice throughout school, uh-huh. and and probably like the first time I didn't really read it, I skimmed it or whatever. Yeah, uh, but I do remember reading it, and again, that's another book where uh, you know it's uh, very uh, relatable to a teenager. I think even uh, not, not to us with all about the Holocaust stuff, Tom. No, no, but like some of her like. Concerns. Uh, oh like, yeah, yeah. Like it was like when Justin Bieber went to the Anne Frank house <laughs> and signed the the yeah, guest that book. She would have been a believer. And like, uh, everybody was like, oh, "I made it about him," but like, uh, and then her estate came out and was like, "No, yeah, she yeah. would have been because she like the whole point of this is that she was like An a regular yeah. person, a regular teen that this that like." lived through extraordinary and horrific times and experiences and like so yeah in a perfect world yeah it should be believable and like believable but teens should be able to read this now and think this could happen again yeah i i relate to her except for all of the things i had like i yeah yeah this bad stuff is not happening to me but all the other ways right you saw that she was just a regular teen girl uh, yeah. who never intended for this diary to be public, I assume. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't think like, so. wasn't writing it to an audience. Uh, certainly could have never known how yeah. uh, influential and uh, big of a book it would become. But but I feel like that's one of the, like... <laughs> they should publish more little girls' diaries. <laughs> just, like, non-notable little girls. Like, yeah, just a regular, nothing bad happens to a yeah. little girl. Just, to, just so you can compare and contrast. Yeah. Be like, well, you're not as good as Anne Frank. Yeah. Imagine that. Your you're writing like, is pedestrian. <laughs> you're, you're, nothing uh, of note happened to you. 12 years old, you go to the Scholastic Book Fair, you find out they're publishing your diary. <laughs> Yeah, so I hope... uh, And this is how I find out? I hope, uh, you know, Jack doesn't read it and hear how uh, obsessed I am with Jack. Yeah, exactly. Jack's cracking uh, it open. Ruined my social standing. Uh, But yeah, I I was going to say, I feel like that's one of the, like, serious, important books you read as a teenager that... uh, is in I mean maybe just because it's not hopefully makes you a little less of a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Make, but, as uh, I said, I don't think I've ever read it. So. And, and, and helps you uh, contextualize things like World War Two, right? Uh, in a more relatable way. The next book, Catcher in the Rye, the old favorite, of uh, James Dean Salinger, the old favorite, Jimmy Dean, the old favorite of. 
What was the guy's name? John Markar? John <laughs> John Quincy Adams? Who's the guy that shot Lennon? I'm not thinking of it. Is John Markar the guy that claimed he killed John Bonet Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. Now that you said his name, I'll never think of the guy who shot John Lennon. <laughs> It wasn't Hinckley. He shot Reagan. Yeah. John Lennon assassination. Assassin. Assassin. Why don't we just go assassin? Yeah. Was Mark it? David Chapman. Oh, my God. <laughs> David Chapman. John Mark Carr. <laughs> I guess John Quincy Adams. My next guess was Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> I knew it was three names. Something's going to come out about that guy, but I don't think it's that he killed John oh, Lennon. Oh, uh, Yeah. Um, uh, famously the book he had on hand, Tim, I was in a, uh, I was telling you a little bit, I was in a used bookstore this weekend Mm -hmm. and the, the shop owner wouldn't shut up. Uh, he was making it real clear what the difference between a bookstore and a library is. Oh, jeez. So, uh, but he was, was somebody going to be like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to read this whole 300 page novel in your, in your story in the next four minutes wait ago. were you oh no no i was just saying he was uh being loud instead of quiet oh i see <laughs> not that he was kicking people out for reading <laughs> anyway you can see how i would yes uh, yeah okay, i should have been i okay. should have been more clear <laughs> but uh there was like this weird uh you know uh, we were we were staying at a house on the beach is it was lovely and um yeah, like when you're staying with a group of people, it's like, just put the TV on, you know, just put random things on or whatever. Just kind of like background noise. But uh, uh, one of the things that was on the TV a lot during one day was uh, Impractical Jokers, mm-hmm. which led me to find the Impractical Jokers bit where they tried to get old Tom. And old Tom didn't fall for it. And also refused to sign a release. So you got a blurry face, Tom. No, I'm not even in it blurry face. Oh. Yeah, which I was disappointed. <laughs> but uh should have signed the release. But anyway, I was uh you know, I maybe I impractical jokers on the mind. I thought that was what was happening in this bookstore. Cause this like middle age not even middle I feel like older than middle age. Elderly. Not elderly. But like I guess not as old as our parents, but Mid sixties, yeah, in between our age and our parents' age. Okay, uh, and she was like, she went up to the uh, shop owner and she's like, "Why is there so much controversy about Catcher in the Rye?" Okay, like, how do you have an interest in this, but you don't know, like, uh, why? It's not something that you've looked into in the last, yeah. And you're like, I have to ask a bookstore owner. Fifty sometime. years, yeah. I feel like he gave a he, he actually did give a, like a good explanation of like yeah a lot of people who have done bad things have either been you know had this book with them or like quoted it in their diaries and like most people read this book and they're like yep that's what being a teenager is like and then some people read this book and they're like somebody should do something like you know right. the identify too much with Holden Caulfield and don't realize like yeah, but in the end, he doesn't do anything. There's just teen angst, and yeah, most people grow out of it. He doesn't assassinate even one guy. No, not even. Lord of the Flies, 
Is that why? Yeah, that's why. Eh? Yeah, Th- that's the first I think indisputable. There's why? Yeah, mostly because it's like kind of like the Hunger Games, bunch of kids <laughs> running around in the forest uh, trying around. to kill. It. Uh, we read that on Books to Podcast, and uh, I think we both read it in school. This is episode just full of plugs. <laughs> Buy my book. Subscribe to our Patreon. Go to our high school. <laughs> you can read all these books. <laughs> yeah, take Mr. Giordano's English class. <laughs> Your stories about Canarsie. Uh, but I do remember Lord of the Flies being like a rare classic that we had to read in school that everybody read and liked yeah uh that like even you know uh i don't know 50 years removed uh kids were still into. yeah i remember being a little let down i was like this is a little bit more boring than i was expecting yeah but then they start killing each other and stuff and they're like yeah and there's a pig's head yeah and then pig the pig's head talks to who simon or something yeah i think so it's like wait what's happening here did yeah. this really happen? <laughs> and that's when I, uh, that was my first uh, inclination to understand that uh, books can be weird. Yeah, books can be weird. Yeah. And uh, they can like seem normal for a while and yeah. then do something weird. Uh, it's like you ever hear about there are people that uh, didn't realize that uh, Game of Thrones wasn't based on uh, <laughs> real life. I think we talked about that last week on this very show, Tom. <laughs> it's something I've been thinking about since then. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, by Harper Lee. I read this in yeah. high school when mm-hmm. we were supposed to. Yes. Freaking loved it. I remember this also being like a pretty popular uh, uh, class read that everybody was like into it. Yeah. And uh, and uh, liked, the, uh, liked the characters, liked Atticus, liked Scout. What I mean, like Boo Radley. I never got the full clear answer on what happened with Ghost at a Watchman. Like people oh, were like, yeah. "Oh, it was a sequel." No, actually, it was the first draft that yeah. she was convinced to completely rewrite. And it's like that was the first draft. Mm-hmm. It's not close enough to still make sense. Yeah, that there's a first draft, and it's like they stole it from an old lady who didn't <laughs> right. know anything. Yeah, didn't and know. It's what like she maybe was I shouldn't over. read it, and right. then uh, and I just didn't read it. I feel like it just kind of like came and went that people were like, yeah, there's kind of like a rough sketch of a story. I mean, I imagine it's somewhere. I imagine that kind of makes sense that she wrote this first go tell a watchman and then, you know, wrote to kill a mockingbird, took some elements that she liked from that and used them for this book. And that's why people are like, uh, maybe, maybe to, uh, Go tell a Watchman was like a more, more sprawling story, and she decided to like focus. It's impossible to know. Yeah, for any for me, it's kind of like the uh, 2018 reboot of Murphy Brown, whereas <laughs> like I'm sure the publisher was like, oh, everybody's gonna be all over uh, this thing. Be getting that Murphy Brown money again. Yeah, and then it was just kind of like people are like, I don't really know what this is. I don't yeah. think this is like, I don't know. You guys didn't think this through, like. Uh, appreciate you trying respect everybody involved involved, uh uh, tricking an old woman (laughs) yeah that's true uh never say that about candace bergen tom (laughs) (laughs) she had no idea that was a set 
<laughs> she, she she thought she was Murphy Brown. Yeah, she they they kept it going uh 24 hours a day. She thought she had like woken up in a you know an alternate reality. Was Frank Fontana on the I don't I don't think like anyone was in it except Murphy Brown. Huh. Um Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Um, have not read the book. I think our uh school was too square. Yeah. Yeah, I have this on my list, even though I didn't read it, like I said I did, uh, all these books. But uh, but we read a lot of Judy Bloom. We read all the, like, fudge books, I remember. Uh, at Super least I fudge. did. Yeah, in, in grade school. Right. But, uh, but yeah, we never read uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. You know what there should be? Some what? Beverly Cleary books on this. Yeah. yeah, that's for smaller kids, I guess, right? Uh, what what did she write? Uh, Ramona her? the Pest, Beezus oh, yeah. and Ramona, Henry Huggins, all those. Guys. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit younger, and yeah. I and I feel like Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is uh, it's aimed a little older than like the Fudge books were, and, right. and all that stuff. Um, The Giver. Um, I. Pretended to read it for summer reading to get credit. Uh huh. I did not read this book. You read it for Books the Podcast. No, not the or giver. Or I did then. One of us did. No, we didn't read The Giver. We read The Giver. No. Then we read it on this show. We read The Giving Tree. No, we read The Giver. Shel Silverstein. We read The Gipper. I don't think so. We did. Huh. What's it about? This guy likes giving stuff. Yeah, I don't think. I don't no, think it's like every everything's in black and white. And every, I'm thinking of the movie, but I think also in real life everything is in black and white because everybody had to take pills that uh, just kind of like sedated them. And then like some one one guy didn't want to take the pills, and he stopped taking the pills, and he started seeing colors and stuff. I don't recall this at all. <laughs> uh, holes. You read Holes for books Yeah, podcast. Lewis Sacker. Yeah, that's like a new classic. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, new. It's, I don't know, 30 years yeah, old. Yeah, everybody listening to this is like, I watched that movie my, when I was four. My grandfather read that yeah. book. Uh, and, the, and then the last one that I have from this list is uh, The Hunger Games, which has hmm. uh, uh, made it onto the top 100 which I don't think is unearned. The Hunger Games on the top 100 YA yeah. books? Yeah. 100% that is that is earned. Uh, that should be top 10. Maybe it is. It's in my top 10. But I was going to say that I feel like that... It's a phenomenon. That series ended in a whimper. Sure. Yeah. You're thinking of the movies now. No, I'm thinking of the books too. I yeah. remember like the second one being very good, and then the third one not really liking it all that. I much. read the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, actually, I remember the third one. I liked it. Yeah, they ended it after three, yeah. but now there's a prequel. Now there's a prequel. That is the and, same thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and same thing. Like she went and wrote something else. I think that didn't do well, so she wrote a prequel. She got addicted to caviar. She's like, oh, I got to keep up my expensive caviar habit. You know what? It gets the best of uh, a lot of people. But, I, you know, it makes a lot of sense, especially like somebody like that, where they're at the point 
they're I'm sure they're getting offers from their publisher to write a, essentially a fourth Hunger Games book that even if they're like, eh, I don't have that great of an idea, probably being offered an amount of money that you'd have to be stupid to turn down. Right. You know, mm-hmm. at a certain point. Um, I was going to say one person I feel like that was more guilt kind of did something different, but also, uh, went back to the well too many times was, uh, the, uh, what's her name? Stephanie Meyer that wrote, uh, the twilight books. Oh, she did other things. She wrote a book that is, I think all the books or maybe just the first couple from the uh, uh, the Vampire Boys uh, perspective. The Vampire Boy? Oh, this is within the Twilight Edward universe. Edward Cullen, yeah. Okay. She didn't do, but she didn't like leave that space and be like, okay, now I'm going to do like a 1920, like a Newsies thing. And then. I think she did. I think she wrote, she wrote another. A Newsies thing? No, she wrote a, like a book about like an alien girl. Or a girl that falls in love with an alien. Ah. And he was kind of. I see where you're going. He was with like that. a little warmed over, yeah. but but also it's like aliens aren't sexy. Like vampires are sexy. Lady. It depends I would on think, the alien. I would think you should know that better than anybody writing all these sexy vampires. Yeah. Maybe she just thinks a lot of things are sexy. So then she uh, she wrote this book that I, I, I remember reading a thing about it and they were like, this book's really weird because a lot of the scenes in the book are the same scenes from like the earlier books. And apparently she like, I think kind of went crazy writing this book. Like it took, it took like a lot to, which it seems like double Do you dipping. Think she's on drugs. No, <laughs> it seems like double dipping. It seems like, you know, going back to the well for like an easy payday, but it sounds like, to actually write a story, the same story, but from a different person's point of view and make that interesting is very difficult. Lion King one and a half, my man. No, is that uh, what what happened in Lion King one and a half? Yeah, I haven't seen that or the Lion King, but I, <laughs> I do know that fact. Okay, well, maybe she should have. The uh... events of the Lion King as seen from Timon and Pumbaa. Ah. I think it's kind of like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern situation, right. yeah. I think it's Rosenstern and Gildenkrantz. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there. Yeah. And, uh, and like, go participate in the Reddit. Go yeah. participate in the Discord. The Discord community is thriving. Yes. And we're not like those other goddamn pa- uh, podcasts where it's like, Oh, you have to join the Patreon to to do the yeah, Discord. No, huh. nah, you Almost can just wrong. go in there. I and mean, there's th- a Patreon only. There's a Patreon only, which is better than the rest of yeah. it. And you should all check that out. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash complete guide. Yes. Uh, and you can follow me on social media at Tom Reynolds. And I'm at your pal, Tim. And- but uh, I'm just going to tell you about the Patreon. Yes. We have a, we have a podcast called uh, Books the Podcast, where we actually talk about books um, not just uh, wow, yeah. Right now we're reading. We're, we're this week we're wrapping up the book *Sapiens*, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, 
I think we're going to have some trenchant criticism in there of, of the book, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, it's loose. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a loose hour a week. But it's tight. But it's also tight when you think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, patreon.com slash complete guide. And like I said, I got a new book out and uh, the old book or the first book, the first old book, 99 cents. For, for this week. Meta. Yeah. Is the first book. Yeah. And guess what, Tim? The new book. Oh, uh, Infinity's End. Infinity's End. Yeah. And then there are uh, four I didn't want to accidentally get it them. wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, and then like... So, like you have to redo the whole episode. Exactly. Tim, did you know this? That uh, that first book uh, coming up on its 10th anniversary. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That is weird. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah, crazy stuff. That book's uh, a couple years older than me. What was it like? What was the world like when uh, Meta came out? Because I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't alive. I mean, ten years ago wasn't that much different than now. Tom, twenty 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 thirteen wasn't different than twenty twenty three. I mean, in some ways, yes. Haven't you seen the memes where it's like it'll be a headline like, uh, you know, that features like Donald Trump and Mm -hmm. stuff. And you'd be like, if you told this to yourself a mere five years ago, you'd be like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like the whole time that was happening, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) So so I I understand how my older self would have reacted. I th- there yes there are some differences and there are some a hey, and then some things never change. <laughs> hey, uh, Christy Brinkley, always gonna be a babe. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.